0: Welcome back to another episode of the 2 one podcast. We just finished recording our 2014 uh, analysis playoff thingy. And now I'm back here, as always, with my favorite co-host, Daniel the Manual. Hello. And Alex.
1: <laughs> it's been too long, guys. Daniel I know. the Manual.
0: Yeah. Did anyone in high school ever call you Daniel <laughs> the Manual?
1: No. Well, well it to- should be. Yeah, thanks, man.
0: You're welcome. Alex is one too. <laughs> Pardon? Uh, okay, so, before, I'll get you a nickname, too. Uh, we funny. want to open the show. We're going to be talking about UFAs and RFA's for the class of 2020. But okay. before we, we started this episode, we were having a nice little talk about sport media. And, you know, um, just, you know, just where it's, it's gone the last few years. And I, I was going to ask Daniel, Daniel, do you remember how this podcast started? And... It was that we, me and Alex had asked you if you could meet us in the van at Ryerson, which is a little room in the RCC. And so here, and Alex can't remember this either. So one of our, it's a podcast we referenced many a times called 31 Thoughts, Sportsnet's Jeff Merrick, Elliot Friedman. And they had a live podcast. And so I won the contest entering in. I was one of, you know uh, you know, lucky people that got to go and you could bring a guest. And I was like, yo, Alex, what up? It was during that weird time where Daniel was like never coming to class because he was sleeping in or something.
1: So like yeah, I was coming to class. I would just uh come in. An what?
2: hour hey. into a two-hour an and-
0: two class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> class, it was really an hour recap of last week's class.
2: Oh, so stop. You, it, stop. You
0: missed a, <laughs> a recap of the part of the class you showed up. In all seriousness, Sally Goldberg, pal, is like so nice, but I – we treated it so badly. Anyway, yeah, well, I felt so bad. Well, anyway, so I, I got to get, you know, 3 and 1 Thoughts Live, and, I, and uh, I asked Alex, hey, buddy, do you want to, you know, come with me? And I think I, I, I skipped a history class to go see it. And uh, it's fine. I passed the class, no problem.
1: Okay.
0: And so it was fantastic. I remember me and Alex stopped at the door in the room, and we, we legit. I think we pointed and looked at each other and like that's Jeff.
2: <laughs> we we stopped. I think my I, my mouth dropped. I looked at Adam. Adam looked at me. I'm just like that's him. That's, that's, that's the man.
0: That's the guy. And we were so inspired. out. I remember like we even talked to Jeff and that and Elliot after. Like Elliot came by and shook everyone's hand because it was raining. And it was just terrible. And like I remember just being like, "Hi, I love you." <laughs> 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 hi. Hi. Right? <laughs> and, like, we talked about, the like, the second show we went to live with Josh when Dangle yeah. and... and, and thinking, that was anyways, a funny story. We, yeah, so we we obviously, you know, that happens, and, and Alex was nice enough to pick me up because I was living downtown at Rez at that time. And, like, we're on our way back to, you know, Alex is going to go drop me off at Rez. And, I, I like, we're just so inspired, and, and we're like... Let's start a podcast. Hey, let's start a podcast. Yeah. And we did. And uh, that's from there. Yeah.
2: I think this the second time we went was even funnier because we we you call was it you called me or I called you
0: I called you being like yo I won and then you also won. yeah
2: <laughs> you go I <laughs> so, go you called me and I and you're like what are you doing on Tuesday and I go oh you won the thing too <laughs> yeah and oh, then yeah we
0: gosh. brought Daniel that time we brought Josh I almost cried pouring my heart out to
2: Steve Dangle about how much yeah. I loved him. Elliot Friedman Ellie- remembered your shoes.
0: Yeah, he or remembered. Or liked your oh. shoes.
2: He liked your shoes. He
0: complimented them. Yeah. And he remembered, he recognized you. Didn't really recognize me from the time before, but like, yeah, I got to hear Jeff Merrick swear because we were just, we were just like talking. And he was so nice as Jeff oh. Merrick. Such a nice guy, but yeah, that was like I know we've always made jokes of like Elliot Friedman, friend of the show, liked my shoes, remembered yeah. Alex, but just now the listeners have some some context. Yeah, what's what actually going on? That's going I love be, the
1: nostalgia. I love it. Yeah.
0: it's man, it's only and that was what a year ago.
1: Less Almost a year, a year ago. Yeah, it the, was in the fall. Was, it was like the beginning of the uh, fall semester.
0: What the the, the one all four of us went to was then. Yeah. And yeah, then the second, was, second was, semester. Yeah, or
2: Jesus year. Christ. That, that uh, was- appearances. Pardon? Yeah,
0: just very rare like an eclipse. When Daniel oh, yeah, was making yeah. guest appearances. Yeah. Remember um Jesus. Uh, what what was it? Uh never mind, I can't remember. I'm having bad memory loss. But we'll we'll get going here. We're gonna look at UFAs, RFAs and guys I think it's only fair we're going to be looking at these guys we're going to say are they going to stay with their current team are they going to leave look at potential teams and maybe speculate about what a contract could look like Uh, we're probably going to be a little off because there's a whole lot going on but we'll we'll do it anyway and we'll start with the UFA goalies sure okay all right, Alex. Why don't you start us off, and let's talk about Robin Leonard.
2: Yeah, so, currently with Vegas Golden. Knights. Yeah, he's with the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I think he's leaving. Um, I I have three teams listed uh, here that I think he could potentially uh, go to. I have him down for four years, six million dollars. You know, he wants that long-term security. I think that was kind of an issue. Uh, with his contract last year right, Uh, signing that one year $5 million uh, $5 million sorry my god one year $5 million with the Chicago Blackhawks which at the time even I thought was like this doesn't make sense to me Um, then getting traded to Pittsburgh um, to Toronto then Toronto to Vegas because three way trades absolutely love them I think he's looking for that security. I think he'll get it from one of three teams. Uh, Carolina, who need a... I think that's one of their uh, holes. Is that goalie, you know, right now it's Mrazek and Reimer. Uh, Yeah, they have Najelkovic. But uh, I think, you know, that's a guy they look at. And I think this is one of the big guys that Carolina does look at if they are going to sign a goalie. You know, looking at the other ones that we're going to talk about, I just don't think they match how Carolina thinks. Um, the second team is Calgary. That's another team, you know, Cam Tal- uh, yeah, Cam Talbot was there this year on a one-year contract. They have a, obviously have David Riddick, but, you know, Robin Leonard, David Riddick. And my last one is Colorado. And I have an asterisk beside Colorado because, you know, what are they doing? You know, it felt like Fran Fransuz kind of took over that starting position, yeah, from Grubauer. Yeah, obviously Grubauer was injured, but even when he came back, it just felt like everyone was talking about Fransuz, and then they signed him to a two-year extension. You know, could they trade Grubauer? Yeah, they can, and they could probably get something for him too.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, who do you got going with Robin Leonard?
1: Um, so I had two options. Uh, One is... Uh I think Calgary, um, I kind of agree Alex with that, where um, he's kind of like, feel like he wants that security. He might be a missing piece of that, you know, up-and-coming team. So he could go there if he wants to compete. Uh, one, and it's something that I actually kind of found interesting, where I'm like, what they would do here? Because, but you see a lot of teams try to do this when it comes to tandems. And I thought the San Jose Sharks, if he wants to stay in the West Coast.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, they have the money to kind of give him like a, decent contract and you know Martin Jones has really not shown it the only problem is they signed him until 2024 so for like 5.7 million a year so that's interesting but I think those are the two options
0: if there is a team that's probably praying for those compliance
1: probably
0: Uh, yeah I didn't think of San Jose to be honest with you they weren't on my radar for a lot here Uh, for Robin Leonard yeah um I wouldn't be surprised if Vegas do take a run on trying to keep him, but I feel like Robin Leonard is probably going to leave Vegas. And I had the same kind of main two teams. That's obviously Calgary and Carolina. Focusing more on Carolina for me is just that I love James Reimer, like everyone does. Uh, but is he a starter? No. And the platoon system is becoming more and more of a thing. And Robin Leonard is shown to be a great goalie in that uh, in that role. And, of course, I'm not someone who is quite confident in Peter Mrazek either, and you qu- don't quite know yet what you have in <sighs> Alec Delvich, who right. listening to our old uh, trade deadline video, I remember how to pronounce his name. Um, we'll go to a goalie who's about two years older, and we'll start with Jacob Markstrom. Daniel, what do you have going on with uh, the Swedish goaltender?
1: Um, either he you know, goes with the flow with what the Canucks are trying to build, and resigns there I think or they, this team swings for the fences and gives them what he really wants in terms of market value and that's New Jersey Devils
0: uh, wait I just realized we forgot uh, Leonard I by the way could think like 3 or 4 years and I, I'd see like 5 million around the Kemper price sorry continue Daniel no problem about the, the contract details
1: oh yes contract details <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 5 or 6 million I agree um Same thing with Jacob Markstrom. I think if he goes for the five or six per year, he's going to go for term. And I think that's what New Jersey kind of wants to give him unless they truly believe Mackenzie Blackwood could play like 60 games a season. Um, He showed the flashes he could, but I think that's something that you could kind of do where you have like this weird combination of players like young and, you know, in their prime or, you know, someone who's trying to reestablish it, like we said, P.K. Subban. So, I think that's someone that they
2: kind of look towards. Yep. Yeah, oh. I have I have him staying um with Vancouver. I have him staying actually for 6 years uh at $7 million. Really? And I'll tell you why. You know, they've been trying to do the have this Thatcher Demco experiment and I don't know if they liked what they saw necessarily uh this year. Because when when he was put into a situation where he had to be the number one guy, it didn't seem like he looked comfortable in there. No. Um, and yes, there's a lot of goalies on the market, uh, and, and we're going to get to a couple after this as well. But I don't think there's one who kind of helps with that platoon system for Vancouver. And, and I think... Vancouver, you know, maybe in two years time. I think this deal, like one of Thatcher Demko or Markstrom does get picked up by Seattle. And I think Vancouver has to be okay with one of them being taken. And I think Markstrom has really performed. Like you're looking at the last two years. He he was 28, 23 and nine, nine, twelve save percentage this year twenty three sixteen and four and a nine eighteen mm-hmm. i I think he's proven himself proven himself even though the team in front of him isn't always necessarily the best that is very true uh that god vancouver i I would really
0: like him to leave Vancouver. Um but man does it feel like that's a that's a player that they can't really afford to lose because Demko is yeah he's a young goalie but you can just never tell with them so and he's he's obviously not ready so I would I had him unfortunately at the end of the day staying with Vancouver but I went a bit more like uh, for a lot of these goalies, I went with the kind of... Well, no, just Markstrom and Leonard, I went with the whole framework of the Kemper deal. So around like 4.55, because I think that was around the report. Friedman said a couple... Uh,
2: yeah, It was around the trade one, too. I thought he but, rejected uh, that deal.
0: Yes, but... I mean, with the uncertainty around the league, I don't yeah, think it would be the worst prize to. You. And, um, yeah, but if he, if he did hit free agency, and you're going to hear this a lot from me, uh, I think calgary are getting a bit sick of what's going on there and i think if they're going to make a big splash with trading the core piece which we've heard of um also i think they would take a good run at a markstrom or a runner as well um, we're going to brayden hopey and this is a guy that i think is the next goalie to get a stupid massive bloated deal yeah. and again yeah. i hate to keep repeating myself but i think the flames are the perfect team to do
2: it <laughs> I, I have two teams in mind Actually, one is the Flames. The other one, the Buffalo Sabers.
0: Yeah, both their goal
2: is are UFAs, aren't they? Um, I, I I'll double check that, but I I just think that is their one of their main issues. You know, you you go on a ten game win streak. Uh sorry, Linus Allmark is an RFA, and Carter Hunnan ah. will be a UFA next year. Their biggest oh. issue, I felt this year, was other than consistency, was their goaltending. You go on a 10-game winning streak. You go on a crazy win streak, and then you, you crap the bed. Mm-hmm. And and I see them just throwing out stupid money at, at uh, Brain Holby. I have him at eight years – or seven years, sorry. I don't know why I put eight. Seven years, $9 million. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Daniel. Okay, yeah, this one's pretty funny. When you said, like, this is a prime example of someone getting stupid money, um, I'm going to go with, and you talked about how he's on the other side of 30. Um, you know, this this to me is a Minnesota Wild <laughs> contract Ooh. right here. Okay. Yes, like, Miko Miko Koivu and Alex Galchenyak are both, they're they're gone next year, I think. You know, that frees up, like, $10 million for them. And they're going to give Brady and Hopi the money. Like, Devin Dubnik has one more year. Yeah. He's already 34. And this is a team where, like, I feel like in their heart they want to rebuild, but they simply cannot.
0: <laughs> uh, <sighs> oh, I love you, Daniel. <laughs> I, I had a minute, though, with dumb signing a little later on, but, um, man. Uh, sorry, Alex, you did give us Hulpe, right? Yes, I did. I don't want to make the mistake I have been at the drafts and skipping you no. yet. So I'm going to erase this on my notes. And we'll go to a guy who Daniel is, I think, the perfect backup slash B goaltender. That's Anton Kudobin. Current, by the way, Hopi, if you didn't know, Washington Capitals, Anton Kudobin currently with the Dallas Stars and arguably one of the best goaltending duos with Benjamin Bishop. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What happens with Anton Kudobin?
1: I think two possibilities. Uh... I guess where he is in terms of his age, he and he wants to win, he signs he signs with Dallas, but if he feels like he could be in like that tandem type kind of thing and play a lot, I think he goes to the Chicago Blackhawks because mm-hmm. beyond Corey Crawford, they have nothing, I yeah. think. That's um true. that's true. He he knows he's going to go to a team that can play and you know, the Blackhawks they're going to just, you know, they they, they, they this sounds like a signing for them. It's another veteran. Uh- like middle-of-the-pack signing
2: yeah Yeah. um i have him staying in dallas and you know i think it's really worked well for dallas the last couple of years him ben bishop and uh and tom hudobin and i'm i'm just giving him the the same contract that the bruins gave yaroslav halak one year two and a half million and you know it's just absolutely full of bonuses
0: that's very fair. Um, I also have him staying, but if there is a chance he hits free agency, Montreal, give him a call and sign him, please, so Carey Price can have some damn support, because Lindgren is not good enough, Keith McKay is not good enough, and Kate Primo is too young. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm,
2: yeah, I was just going s- yep, to
0: <laughs> ask about the Russian goaltender either, and I was <laughs> We need to give him like three million. Give him three million. Get him on this
2: team. Uh, Yaroslav Halak is two point two five, not two point five. My bad. But hey, he should get more than that. But
0: hey, um, so but he yeah, deserves he goes, the best. Yeah, I think he's just turned thirty-five, or he will during the
2: deal. So that's yeah. the big thing there.
0: And yeah, we'll finish up the goaltenders: Alex, Corey Crawford, and the Chicago Blackhawks. What happens with that relationship?
2: Uh, I'm just thinking how stubborn the team is. I am going that Corey Crawford stays. Two year contract, four million dollars.
1: Daniel. At this point he... his career, I agree to Alex. Uh similar cap hit. He stays Chicago simply because I don't think anyone except Chicago sees his value, to be honest. He... At this at, at this point. Sees yeah. his He's... value
2: as a starter.
1: Yeah, but like the Blackhawks have no one else. Like like we said before, they have no one else. Chris Dalia. Yeah. Not the comedian. Kid. Not the
0: comedian, no. <laughs> Not the one with the you season it's, two.
2: It, his, it's Colin D'Elia, by the way. Colin He's D'Elia. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, you got to think about it. If I'm Corey Crawford, right? First of all, I don't think I have any sort of reasoning to want to leave. I've won so much here. I've made my money. I'm assuming he must like Chicago. He's even around there so long.
2: Yeah.
0: And Robin Leonard has gone, so I mean, who else is my competition? And again, Malcolm as you, you, you <laughs> Malcolm Sue, Malcolm Sue, man, poor guy. I mean, like, what else? Yeah, what is the, else is there for Chicago to have in the back of their net? And maybe they look at like Corey, and they're Scott like, maybe he'll. Scott Foster. Also, a, a moment to spare for Corey Crawford because he's had some injury problems, but like that's a good goalie that I don't think ever really got his credit. Um, But we'll move on to the UFA skaters. And this is, of course, headed up by Alex Petrangelo. And I'll start with Alex here again. Where does Alex Petrangelo, the captain of the St. Louis Blues, the reigning defending Stanley Cup champions, what happens with him?
2: Well, I think there's teams that definitely take a look at him. And, you know, there's all these rumors. Uh, To be honest, he's leaving. I'm sorry. I, I don't think... They figure, I don't think St. Louis figures it out. I think that Marco Scandella signing, let me pull up their cap friendly here for a second. Yeah. You know, that Marco Scandella signing really sent a message. Uh, and that was the second message that was sent this season. The first one is when you bring in Justin Falk and sign him to a six and a half million dollar extension, when you already have Alex Petrangelo and Colton Pareco what does that tell you? It has it, it must tell someone something. You know, they also have to re-sign Vince Dunn. That that's another guy. Um there's two contracts that you know I think could be either traded compliance but if there's gonna be a compliance buyout, which we don't actually know yet. Um in there's Jake Allen who has uh, this season and next season at four point three five. And I think that's a little too much for what you're considering a backup goalie. Mm-hmm. They don't follow. They don't sit in that platoon system like other, like other teams. I think Jordan Binnington is their starter, um, and the other guy is Alex Steen. But that's your assistant captain, right? And he makes five point seven five this year and next. They have if the cap stays at 81 and a half which i think it will i don't think i mean i don't what do i know it could go down but i think there'd be salary rollbacks but that's like it's a fair guess 2 million mm-hmm. in cap space that's 2 million in cap space and then yeah, you have to get rid of those other deals. And I I don't know if I think you can definitely get rid of one of them. I don't know if you can get rid of both of them. I think it that's that's difficult to do.
0: Well, you could like if you have to sweeten one of them. Even if there's not a compliance buyout, there is still the normal buyout period that you can. That's still an option for the Blues. Again, like if if it's going to be a little tight, right? I think if Kyle Connor's willing to take a bit of a haircut to try and fit Bufflin in Winnipeg, I think Petrangelo would be willing to try and take a haircut How to make much it of work a haircut? From... I don't know. That's, that's the Buzz question. Buzz
1: cut? No. Sorry? <laughs> right. Buzz cut.
0: What do you think, Daniel, and uh, and Petrangelo, quickly? I don't Let's, know. Quick, it's like... Here go, and then we'll get into the other details there.
1: Yeah, it's like interesting things that Alex kind of said about, you know, you bring in Justin Falk... You signed Marco Scandella to a contract. I feel he never, he didn't deserve. <laughs> Take that back! He scored a big goal against Elia the half. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, I don't know where St. Louis is kind of going with these things. They have a lot of guys they need to resign. So I think if negotiations go well and he has a clear identity in what the team will, well, what he's going to be like. If he's going to continue to have this identity going forward then i think he takes a pay cut and signs with st louis Mm -hmm. but i think if things don't go well after he gives him a chance he goes to ufa um i don't know i had this i had this already for another player on this list but it's something i feel like the rate like the rangers would try to get son of a of course you did like the new york rangers
0: just because I took it away from Alex there. Uh Alex, what would you say about a potential if, if, if indeed Petrangelo does leave if he leaves
2: uh, I think you know we're looking at for sure he's gonna get seven years and, and and I really think he could get something close to ten million dollars.
0: Yeah. I mean he's Eric right. Carl have secured that
2: for him. Yeah. yeah. And yes, there's a pandemic, right? And there's your there's your there's your pay cut, ten million dollars from eleven. And, and, you know, I I I have up here. There's a couple guys. There's a couple teams. I put Toronto just to be a to be an absolute <laughs> dick because I know because I know I love I'm a big homer here. Um, but I, I really look at a team maybe like the Calgary Flames who might want to change some things up here. Um, I, I do have Calgary quite a bit on my list. Yeah. Same. Um. You know, Brody's a UFA, Hamnick's a UFA. They got a couple other guys who are UFAs who probably aren't coming back. Uh, You know, it seemed like Hannafin might get traded, which is a possibility. Um, There's a couple other guys. You know, they were talking about one of the big core pieces, which includes, I guess, Goudreau, Monaghan, Backlund, Lindholm. One of them could get traded potentially. So that frees up even more cap space, and I think that's. I think they they make a bid for Alex Petrangelo.
0: Yeah, uh, and Daniel, sorry, you were saying the Rangers. Any other team slash? What kind of deal do you think Petrangelo would go for?
1: I think they get the base. I don't know. This is like reminiscent of a lot of Rangers sightings, but you know, you give them that that ten and seven, um, and then it's the type of team where you know they had all those like top young guys coming up, but you know how the Rangers are—they're a bit impatient. They're going to sign, make a big signing and go, you know, we'll figure out the entry-level expiring deals later on.
0: Yeah, they have, they have the money and they're a team that's not afraid to spend it. Yeah, yeah I, I ultimately, for the fun of it, have Petrangelo leaving. And, man, it's a team that just don't want to admit they're bad and they're going to try everything to try and ruin it. The Chicago Blackhawks are signing Petrangelo to seven years at ten and a half.
2: Let's go. Wow
0: yeah
2: you know i think if that happened we would have to have an emergency podcast oh for yeah sure. for sure <laughs> like, it would i
0: love it It'd be hilarious i think it's happening
2: that'd be insane insane yeah. in the membrane okay <laughs> insane.
0: I'm <just> no <laughs> insane steel ball that ryan kessler has in his hip okay. yeah. that it looked like something all right we'll move up. wait Yes, okay, all three of us did that. Okay, yes, we'll move yes. on to probably the biggest forward free agent. Uh Craig Smith, I'm kidding. It's Taylor Hall with the Eric Coyote. And if if there was anyone that we could hundred percent say is probably testing free agency. <laughs> it's Taylor Hall. Yeah. The question is who's gonna spend the money and which European team will Darren Ferris threaten Taylor <laughs> Hall to go for not getting a big enough deal on free agency. Alex, we will start With
2: you, Taylor Taylor. Hall. I I really think, I I have his stats up here. I I really think this year was a bit of an off year for Taylor Hall. Obviously, he he only put up 52 points in 65 games. The year before, he was on pace for over a point per game, I assume, before he got injured, only playing 33 games. And the year before that was the heart winner. Mm -hmm. So I still think that that means something uh, to a lot of GMs. So I have him at seven years, nine and a half million dollars. I have three teams. I have Edmonton because I love chaos. And I think Edmonton would try to find a way to bring this man back to play with Connor McDavid, Uh, the Calgary flames who are looking to change things up. You know, you trade out a piece and you bring Taylor Hall in and someone that was—it uh, was a team that he was rumored to go to in earlier this year, the Colorado Avalanche. Oh,
0: that's so gross! Oh my god, snakes <laughs> would be nasty. <laughs> Jesus, I want that to happen very much. What about you, Daniel? Where is Taylor on uh, uh, your mind? I have—you're
1: uh, gonna laugh at this. I have the Montreal Canadiens. Let's go! Um, yeah. I think for so long, I mean, like, they have guys coming up, but for so long, they haven't had, like, that marquee forward that you're like, yeah, this is the guy. I think, you know, like, maybe exactly. maybe Nick Suzuki will become that for them later on, but as of right now, like, I'm looking at their roster, and I think it's a great group of, like, quality forwards, but, like, they just don't have that face of an all-star, <laughs> I think. They don't have a superstar forward. Yeah, like you know, they like Thomas Tatar, they had, like Jonathan Drew, and I still like believe in the guy and everything. But I think the way Montreal wants to present themselves, I think that if the Domi discussions don't go well, something happens there, and then they bring in Taylor Hall. So, but they have to get a meeting first, right?
2: <sighs>
0: Man, if we weren't on a new platform, I'd be saying some stuff to you right now. <laughs> I fully <I really> would. <laughs> I've never been. I, I talked about this with Will Baldwin. I remember when he was. He, he said he was like, "The worst part is that they didn't even get the meeting." Like it's, it's such a slap in the. Th- I've never been more embarrassed to be a fan of something in my life than when I found out that Tavares didn't even give Montreal a meet. Like it's, it's so sad that your team isn't even at that level. Now I think if it's like last year's Montreal, I think he would have. But it's just that they were such a joke in seventeen eighteen. You, Daniel. You've you've awakened something. It's making me feel so sad about myself. Oh I'm
1: my. I'm sorry. God. <laughs> I <laughs> thought this was gonna be a joyful one that you were gonna think about okay. this one.
0: It's okay. We got uh, men. What do they sign Taylor Hall for?
1: Um, I don't know. Like he's gonna like. I think it's ten and eight.
0: Ten and eight. Yeah. Hey.
1: Well, like it can only be seven. It can only be seven. Yeah. It can only be seven. Oh, ten and seven. I apologize. Yeah, ten and seven.
0: That's fine, I'm okay with that. Um, I have Taylor Hall leaving Arizona as well, and I think if there's anyone being moved, I don't know why, but I have this terrible feeling that Johnny Gaudreau is going to get traded, and that it's going to be a complete mess in um in Calgary, and I think they make a really bad signing, and it's seven years, it's some bad because I'm someone who doesn't think Taylor Hall is quite as good as people think he is. Um. So I I really think Calgary are gonna sign him to something dumb like seven times eleven. Like remember how everyone thought Eric Carlson is spending money than the Sharks gave him a contract bigger than Dowdy. Yeah. I feel like Calgary are desperate to do that, and um. You yeah again I have Calgary you, everywhere here. You, you I think you bring up
2: you bring up oh. got Johnny Goudreau. I had I this was like three years ago. I I had the weirdest dream I've ever had. I had Johnny Goudreau at a press conference in Toronto wearing a Maple Leafs jersey.
0: Man, he's such a weird player because he's so good, but he just, like, I was watching uh, the, the team North America-Sweden game where in, like, two yeah. minutes it was 2 uh North America. Goudreau gets a penalty shot whiffs on it, right? Like, he'll get a breakaway goal later on, but, like... I think there was a game he had like two penalty shots in a period and he whiffed on them and he just never shows up in the playoffs he's he's the epitome of a regular season guy but he always has that breath of but he's still a threat he's like Pacioretty except more offensive ability but it was like Riley Foss was in the journalism program I was talking to him and Will Baldwin once and Will was just like I think we were talking about Pacioretty because he had just come back to Montreal for the second time Yeah. And, and, and Riley made a joke of saying like oh but he's always a threat <laughs> and this yeah the same breath as Johnny Goudreau, but um, did we all get our licks in about Taylor Halder? Yes, sir. Okay, um, Daniel, this is an interesting player that I I think all of us want him to leave his current team, and that's Tory Krug and the Boston Bruins, but he probably is going to stay. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Um. So, I have that going. I actually have that article where he talks about he says his mind wanders about what's going on with uh, the pandemic, and his uh, UFA status—it's um, pretty funny. Um, Luke Fox mentions that his dog's name is Fenway. Really? <laughs> yeah, like this guy's bought into like the Boston identity. Like he stays. They find a way, or I don't know, in a very weird situation. Pietro Angelo leaves, and this guy slowly gets signed to replace him on St. Louis, but for a lower cap hit. Oh my oh, god! I
0: That's thought you said genius. 10. For a second, I thought you said like Petrangelo would come to Boston. And was gonna say you get off this call right now.
2: No. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, I just want to point out that was the, the most genius thing you've ever said. I I haven't even thought about that.
1: Oh, thank hey. you.
2: Tori Crew goes to say, think about their their yes, their left side is ish not the strongest, right? Because it's Dunn, Scandella, and Carl Gunnarsson. Mm-hmm. But leaves great. Leaves great. Take out, yeah. take out Alex Petrangelo. Put in Tory Krug. So you have Tory Krug, Colton Pareko, Vince Dunn, Justin Falk. That's pretty. That's pretty. Good. Yeah. God, damn!
0: That's insane. What does he sign with though? What's what's the money looking like, Daniel?
1: If he stays with Boston, I'll say he will sign for. I don't know why. I kept thinking 6.5. I know that's not too much from his current cap of 5.25, but he signs for 6.5, but with the added years okay. to stay with the Bruins. But if he goes to St. Louis, I'll say it's like s-
2: around 7.5 for a shorter term. Really? That's – yeah, oh man. You're not going to like well, what I think. Go, go ahead, Alex. I think he's ve- – I think a lot of people – like everyone talks about Tory Krug. But I don't think people think that Tory Krug is that top, top level defenseman. Mm-hmm. I have him staying in Boston at eight years. And I think now that Boston has kind of opened up some cap space, I think they signed him to something like closer to like $8 million for eight years. Oh.
0: I don't oh, know, man. So if he stays, which is a very strong possibility to me, I think he'll take like seven. It's good because it's it's part of Bo- It's very annoyingly part of Boston's annoyingly is that even a word? Probably not. But it's it's very annoying that Boston Bruins players have this trend of signing these team-friendly deals, and I just something is just screaming to me that Corey crew Cruz is going to do the same thing, or. Steve Eiserman brings him home.
2: No, oh, come he on.
0: He signs to Detroit. The first step <laughs> boys, let go.
1: Come on. Uh, of yeah. course, they're they replaced the contributions of Mike Green after the deadline oh, yeah, trade, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, that's what they're missing. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's the magic. That's the magic right there. It's yeah. a little crazy, I know, but yeah. I got uh, Tori Krug, and he, whatever. You know, he's staying in Boston. Like I have no confidence he's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Um. Okay. Tyson, oh man, this is a fun one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Tyson Berry from the Toronto Maple Leafs is probably leaving. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Who wants to start? I'll start. Um, You know, I still think he, he gets the full seven years. I I think there's a, like, of the, fir- the first four players that we mentioned, all of them get the max years that they can get.
1: Yeah. And I think I agree. Tyson
2: Berry's included in that. And I still have him making seven million dollars. And yeah, he had a he had a weird start to the year. Because in my opinion, I think he was being told to do something he's not good at doing. Right? Like oh my God. how are you? Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and and even, you know, with that, he had in seventy games he still had thirty nine points. Obviously that's a career. Oh no! In, in sorry, sixteen seventeen he had thirty eight points in seventy four games, but it, it was a very off year for Tyson Berry, and mm-hmm. I think he, he goes to a team that really needs a power play quarterback. I have Vancouver down, really because they were interested in at in him at the uh, deadline, and you know i could see jim benning calling on to june or july 1st whenever that may be this year and saying hey i'll give you whatever the hell you want and and i put detroit down just for fun because i think they could be a team that just makes a call yeah um uh, i can't think of a lot of teams that could use the expertise of tyson berry like i don't think that's what winnipeg is looking for like that's a team that needs right-handed defensemen. I just don't think that that's what – they don't need Tyson Barry's skill set.
0: Uh, Daniel.
2: Okay, so I have this team going because
1: I kind of feel that their other right-handed defenseman is probably leaving for Seattle. Um, And this is a team where I think they just keep – Every year, try to just keep adding things, but even though it doesn't work out, and then Tyson Berry is going to be a perfect example of that, um, and it's going to be the Buffalo, oh. the Buffalo Sabers. Oh, um, I think I don't think Brandon Montour resigns there. Okay. Um, outside of that, like you know, we have Colin Miller, Rasmus Ristolainen, and then Jake McCabe, and then Rasmus Dahlin, but yeah, other Henry yokohara But like, I think they're just going to try to add him and go you know we have these long term deals let's just try to see what we could have and yeah. do something there
2: uh, i thought of buffalo as well but you know there were uh, his comments kind of came out and he was talking about he wants to sign with a team that that he could excel in and that's really playing quarterbacking a power play and not the second power play unit but the first power play unit
1: mm-hmm. and i know
2: in vancouver that won't be the case i just i can't think of a team other than vancouver and detroit like what team yeah. doesn't have a power uh, number one power play quarterback? Yeah. Well, dude, wouldn't wouldn't Quentin Hughes be that for Vancouver? though? Uh, yeah, it, he would be, but Vancouver was interested in him in the at uh, the trade deadline, and he's sure. from and he's from BC. I could see him signing in Vancouver.
0: Uh, I think that's fair. I actually have a team that you actually said probably wouldn't be a fit, and I said Winnipeg. Okay, just because. I look at them and I think, man, just I want you to get a good defenseman who can lock some minutes. And if yeah. I say just man, just go full offense. Just do it. Just absolutely do it. And I think he'd be a better defenseman offensively than Morrissey. And, they, and so just and then you imagine, all right, a proper power play, Barry, Linea, Shifley, Wheeler, Connor. Yeah. They're like, Oh, that's quite lovely. Yeah, I,
2: I had a couple other defensemen uh, linked to um, Winnipeg to Winnipeg, sorry, yeah.
0: Oh my god, same, same. It's like defenseman, Winnipeg.
2: Right.
0: Uh, no, we'll go to um. To Foley, so Tyler To Foley, I have him going to Carolina, because oh, I think use because like centerman, they've got stall good. Yeah. They've got Aho, fantastic. They've you know, I think you could really use a nice scoring winger to compliment the likes of, you know, of Tavor Taravine, who's more of a playmaker, but then, you know, Svechnikov, too. Uh, I think Tyler Toffoli would be a nice little fit in Carolina, and I think you could give him, like, six for a few years. I don't know. He's not saying it's They own the money. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Daniel? I have Tyler Toffoli going to the Florida Panthers for okay. $6.2 million for four or five years. Okay. Um it's so to like a brett conley type of deal where you know they kind of slightly overpay for a top nine winger um he's gonna get the minutes in florida because i really think hoffman and or dandanoff are gone yeah uh so yeah i think that's just i think at this point we're talking about this guy it's just solid signing and he's still pretty young he's 28
2: yeah yeah i, I have to foley leaving as well I-, I think they try to sign I think Vancouver definitely tries to sign to fully, See if he's willing to take somewhat of a discount at a shorter term contract. I don't think that's going to be successful. Um, I have him signing a five-year contract at six million dollars. Um, and I have three teams. I have Calgary, pretty much the same reasons before. I think they're just trying to change things up. They're probably if they do end up tr- trading one of their bigger pieces, he's a guy that that could come in uh Edmonton, they're still looking for another winger to play with mcDavid. I don't think it's acceptable that he's playing with cassian on his right or Ennis on his left like I love Tyler Ennis, but that's not who that's not who you play with connor mcdavid um and my last one is Colorado, uh similar to what I said before you know they were looking to add a guy um to their top six. they brought in Vladim domestikov. Uh, earlier this year for a fourth round pick. But I, I don't know if that's necessarily something they look at moving forward. Maybe they bring in Tyler Toffoli. They do have the cap space for it. So,
0: Uh-huh. Okay, then we'll we'll look at Hoffman and Dadunov together because yeah. I think it's fair to say one of them stay and one of them leave. And if I'm the Panthers, I hold on to Hoffman. But if he's the one who leaves, I think... Him or Toffoli could end up in Carolina. I think they're both scoring wingers that either could look at. And for me, I think Dadnov would probably go. Also, Hoffman could probably be a good option for the Oilers. Yeah. Uh, same with Dadnov, but primarily, I think Dadnov goes to. He's an older winger, so that means he has to go to Minnesota.
2: Oh, okay. That's <laughs> interesting. Matt
0: the same. Like a, rid- like a
1: ridiculous too. amount, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. 7 That's
1: million,
2: four years. Why not? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: how about Hoffman? Uh, well he would, uh, he, if, 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 Carolina couldn't get to Foley, then I could either see them or the Oilers looking at Hoffman slash Datinov, uh, like. So
2: you're saying they both leave?
0: Sorry. One, I think one of them stay. Okay. And then the, either one of them could go to one of those teams I just mentioned. Is said Hoffman's not going to Minnesota cause he's not old enough.
2: Yeah. Um, sure. I have Hoffman. In my opinion, I think they they try harder to keep Hoffman. Um, and he would sign. I think five years. You look at something like six to six and a half million. Like if we're talking about Tyler Toffoli getting six million, I think Hoffman gets somewhere around the same, and and so does so does Dadinov. I just think Dadanov is going to leave. He gets five years. I think looking at somewhere between five and a half to six million. And and I think there's three teams. I think there's Buffalo. We're talking about, we needed that. That's a team that needs forwards that can pretty much do anything. Um, Calgary, same reason as before, just looking to change things up if they end up trading one of their guys, bringing in someone who can do something. Uh, And this one's interesting. I put Columbus down. Um, you know, last year, they lost and That was a huge loss. They brought in Nyquist. I think they for sure have the cap space to do it in bringing in another forward uh, that complements the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, and Daniel DeManuel.
1: All right. <laughs> um, I think that enough stays. Um Hoffman, I think he goes to Colorado if they they miss on Taylor Hall. I like that. Yeah,
0: them together. Um, do you, what about their deals? Tell me which one gets, deals. Which one gets 6.6. six point
1: Oh, um, I think Hoffman gets six million for five years. Um, with Colorado, that enough. I think Florida is going to try to give him more of the same. Honestly, because they need to keep him. Or are they going to get desperate with like yeah. seeing the amount of guys they're missing out on?
2: <laughs> the issue I have with Florida, and it's you know, I don't actually think I put Florida on anyone else's list simply because they're looking to get rid of salary. That's my big issue in trying to give yeah. uh, to give Hoffman six and a half million. I don't even know if Florida would be guilt- willing to to give out that money. That's very true. So we'll see what Black- happens
1: there. To be yeah. honest, the way the season went for them, I, I could see them losing both. So can oh, I. Yeah.
0: Probably. Uh, this is another player who... This is a player that I think I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't have a lot of money. To be honest, Sorry, if he doesn't get a lot of money from a team, I think he's more of a league min $1 million guy, and that's Dustin Bufflin, who I have going to either Arizona or Toronto. Okay. Okay. A nice cheap right handed defenseman who's got some size and can actually play. And yeah. I don't know why I said Arizona. There's just a side of me that's like, Yeah, yeah. Yo,
2: <laughs> um, I have so I, I looked at him, I kinda compared him to what happened with Kevin Shankirk. And I they're different situations, obviously, but similar in, in, in some way. Um I have him actually getting one year two million dollars. It might be a little much, but I think a team I think they're not necessarily a bidding war, but I think there's going to be multiple teams in on him. um I have three obviously toronto right handed defenseman quite simple. that's pretty much it. Uh, I think Minnesota, just because he's from the area and <laughs> that's it that might nostalgia I don't know just seems like yeah. it, they would do something like that and this one, Chicago. Chicago, he goes back. Bring, Bring get the boys back together. Who, let's Bring get him. Nicholas Hajarmosin back to Chicago, okay? We're going to rebuild this cup team.
1: Bring back Andrew Ladd for the third time. Bring back oh, Andrew yeah. <laughs> Latt, yeah. All right, I say we, we pick this up a bit just because we All right. have uh, a
0: lot of names to true, get there. All right,
1: no worries. All right, I'll go quick. Um, should I do Buffalo and Kovalchuk at the same time? No, no 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 oh,
2: no. no okay
1: now, no, all right okay Dustin Bufflin okay I have two teams with Dustin Bufflin so um for being a right hand shot and the toughness he goes to the Leafs because they need that in the playoffs right but based on how he is I could see him going to the Bruins as well because he wants to win at this point
0: stop it uh, stop. stop it! <laughs> and just like
1: the type of player he is too he would look good in the room. I can picture it very easily. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, this next guy is, man, if he doesn't come back to Montreal, I'll be pretty shocked <laughs> considering Alex Romanov like, actively is like, yeah, I'd love to play with this guy, and he was such a big part of the pitch. I think Ilya Kovalchuk comes back to Montreal. Like, yes. Between one and three million, I don't know, 35 deal. It's yeah. one year, whatever. It won't be too much.
2: I have him one year, two million, exact same reason as you said. I, I'd be very surprised if he does not come back.
1: hmm I say he comes back if Washington doesn't go far. But if they make a they make a serious run, I could see, or if they win the cup, to be honest, I could see Washington bringing him back out of the nostalgia.
0: How dare you! Where already lost Scandella? Dang it! Okay, um, this guy is uh, I. If we if he's a bit of alternative to Barry in a way, I think Justin Schultz is gone from uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I think Winnipeg would be foolish to not try and swipe this guy up.
2: Yeah, I'd agree. I think this this just has Winnipeg written all over it. I don't think he resigns in Pittsburgh. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you look, they have Brian Dumlin, Chris Latang, That's your first pair. Your second pair is John Marino, Marcus Patterson. Right, so you're going to play him on the third pair with, right now, it's Jack Johnson. I don't think that makes sense. And, you know, the money that he could get on the open market doesn't make sense to uh, bring someone like him back.
0: Alexander, I mean Daniel Xander. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, I think he goes to New Jersey Devils. He wants the term, and he gets the minutes there. He platoons the right side with Subban, and they figure out something.
2: I think it's very fair. Oh, um, what was your contract?
1: Contract? I think it's going to be five million for five years.
0: What does he make now? Five point five. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, uh, Okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh,
2: I have him at four years, 4.25.
0: Really? 4.20? Yeah. New dog in the video games. Woo, fantastic. Uh, TJ Brody, a guy who, there was some links to Toronto, but Kadri nixed that type of deal. So I was going to say, yeah, why not? TJ Brody, a Toronto Maple Leaf. And he gets Cody Cece's
2: money for five uh, years. Oh, that's uh interesting. So I have, I agree. I have oh, two, sorry, go ahead. no, I was just no. Go ahead, I was.
1: Go ahead. Oh, I just agree. Like, uh, everything Adam said, basically, I, I felt the same way. <laughs> Cody Cece's gone, and yeah. you bring in TJ Brody.
2: I so I have two teams. One of them is Toronto. I think I, I don't know if he gets f- if he gets a five-year contract. I have him at three years for five million dollars. You know, he's left handed, and he can play. Yes, he can play on the right. But who needs a left handed defenseman? Ah, oh, Le Canadien de Montréal. Yeah. Right. The Montreal Canadiens need a left handed defenseman. <laughs> oh,
0: that is my
2: second team.
0: Qu'est-ce que c'est le numéros sur, le, con- sur le, le contract?
2: Three yeah. years, five million. Three
0: years, oui, tu dis ça. Cinq mille pour trois années, très bien. Maintenant, Travis Harmonic. Je suis à la Winnipeg Jets. I have Harmonic going to Winnipeg.
2: Yeah, so do I. Or Toronto. Like,
0: like every other defenseman I kind of have here is like, Winnipeg. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I have I, a four years, four and a half million, either Winnipeg or Toronto. Right, mm-hmm. he's a right-handed Dan. defenseman.
1: Dan, um, yeah, I, I, I think I've talked about it before. I'm a big Travis Hamonic fan. Um, yeah. The only thing is, like, I like, yeah, he's right-handed. Um, something Toronto could definitely use. The only thing I kind of have with it is just, it might be a lot of money tied to him, and he kind of does the same stuff as Jake Muzzin.
2: Yeah, Jake Muzzin or Jake Garden. Yeah, would take I take another Jake Muzzin
1: Oh yeah, he's another Jake Muzzin Like he plays a pretty heavy game, you know. If, he, if they add him, that'd be great. You know, he plays like you know the Bash Brothers in a uh, the Ducks, Mighty
2: Ducks. <laughs> if he can, so, pl- yeah, if I, he can I, play like that with Morgan Riley, I'm perfectly yeah. fine with that. Mm-hmm.
0: And okay, um, that was everyone for Hamonic, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, I have a player here who can play center, who can play wing, a safe two-way player that I think Colorado is going to go after. That's Mikhail grandland And let's say it's four years it's at six because he's a center. Yeah. yeah. I, Mikael, I, <laughs> I
2: have I have him at five years instead of four years, same amount of money. I have, uh, yeah, Colorado could definitely take a look at him. Uh, I think Carolina maybe takes a look at him as well, or Columbus all teams that need forwards and have cap space
1: I have one to Montreal um you know so he's good to add another top 6 center um he had a really rough season
2: in yes. Nashville
1: I don't think his value is very high right now like I think he gets 4 years for 5.5 million
2: okay we're all, all right. we, we're all within a ballpark of each other.
1: <laughs> uh, wow, we we think so. We think alike.
0: Hey, Jamie Vatnine, where is he going, guys?
1: <laughs> Daniel, I think yeah. If it's a Finnish player, Finnish or Swedish player, it's either Win- and he's a right-handed shot. Winnipeg or Anaheim or Anaheim, but the Ducks are not <laughs> in position to bring him back. So I think he goes to Winnipeg are
2: for you, f- uh, four point uh, eight.
1: For wow, four years, specific. <laughs>
2: um, I would have put Toronto. I just don't know if he necessarily fits the need in Toronto, as he's a little more offensive. Mm-hmm. But I could see Kyle Dubas uh, making a push for a player like that.
0: Uh, Christopher Tanev. I, first of all, he's gone out of Winnipeg.
1: By the way, like uh, that's been Vancouver. R- Vancouver. Vancouver. Who did I say?
2: Winnipeg.
0: Brandon
1: played for Winnipeg.
0: Well, guess what? (laughs) I have Christopher Tanev going to Winnipeg. Because like, I think this makes sense. Like, right-handed, safe defenseman. And I don't think he would be that expensive, to be honest. This ain't really done. Like, you know, this is my thing. I think he could really fit. That or I think if if Calgary lose a bunch of D-men, I really think they could also look at a guy like Tanev, a safer player, and bring him in as
2: well. Yeah, I I actually, you know, I think there's a chance that vancouver looks at bringing him back if they want to bring him back then they obviously don't go after any of the defense the i think i just had tyson berry before i don't think they bring tyson berry back i've tried to bring tyson berry in and and, you know if not winnipeg calgary like you said like even toronto Mm -hmm.
1: i think i have him I am going to Pittsburgh because I think Justin Schultz has gone from there. They need another right hand shot, and you know this is reminiscent of a yeah. Pittsburgh like contract. They like just fill in, fill in the gap.
2: The only issue I have with Pittsburgh is is he's if he's playing on his strong side, he I don't think he jumps over Patterson, and I don't think he jumps over Chris Latang. Mm-hmm. because John Marino and marcus peterson played so well together is he comfortable are they comfortable giving him that money to play on the third pair mm-hmm. yeah that's my I got, that's my issue
1: i'm trying to like i don't know i'm like because i'm looking at like he's never played a full season right i kind of just feel that the worry is right now with things that he might take less money to play on a contending team and i think when you go to pittsburgh you kind of Tell it, you're not going to always stay in like one pairing it's gonna yeah. you're gonna move up because everyone's always injured on that team right yeah right,
0: right. <laughs> that's so. very true uh next defenseman Eric Gustafson and I think Calgary actually try their hardest to hold on to this guy
2: okay. I really
0: I I don't know I just feel like they, they try and keep him I don't know the price because Gustafson's a weird player yeah but I mean, like I don't know. Maybe he takes one of those players. It's like a one, two-year deal or something. I, I don't know the the money either. But I think Calgary for sure.
2: For I, so I had him going. He's left-handed, so I have him obviously going to Montreal, um, yeah. and Florida. You know, Florida. What was the big thing they were talking about going into the deadline? Was looking for someone that can play with Aaron Ekblad, and, and I think he could play next to Aaron Ekblad. And I think you know now his now is his time to get that money. Um, you know he he was vastly underpaid uh, at the, just over a million dollars so I have him at five years uh, at five and a half to six million dollars
0: mm-hmm. uh, Dan
2: I had him either going to
1: Anaheim, you know Swedish signing um or I agree with Alex going to Florida like there are two teams that like for one the ducks they do have the defenseman but it kind of showed that that left side got ravaged by injuries. They're still waiting a lot of the prospects develop, and with Florida Air Neckblad kind of needs someone on that left side, and they just they just need they need a good puck moving defenseman. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Kevin Schattenkirk, I could, I I think he's going to stay in Tampa or retire because I mean, why would you want to leave? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I don't think you know we're going to get to two RFAs in a little bit but i don't think tampa will have the money to bring him back i think he's had a pretty decent season uh in tampa bay he had 34 points in 70 games and i think you know toronto looks at him and he would they were one of the teams i believe in on him when he was uh bought out by new york and i think detroit just takes a look at him too at like one year maybe around 3 million dollars
0: mhm uh Miguel Santana. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I would want him to stay. Like he fits so well with the Lightning system. But yeah, they don't have the money. I don't know. I had this feeling he would return to St. Louis.
0: Yeah, man. I always forget that he was a blue because he was just like it was just like when I started getting into the sport. And I always like I think of it more as a capital and a disappointing capital at that. Remember that?
2: Yes,
0: I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, he lost money badly. Tyler Ennis, our favorite boy, and we don't know why. I think he is going to the New York Islanders because really? they could scoring, and I think he'd be cheap. That or Montreal, because why not?
2: I think he stays in Edmonton. You think? Yeah, I think you know he's had a pretty good season there. I don't see why he has any reason to leave. He he played some games with Connor McDavid.
0: That's and fair. That's
2: that's insane. Like I I think and I. You know, the last two years, I think, even in Toronto, yeah, he got injured, but he really looked good. And yeah, he was on the fourth line, but he really did look good. Uh, Even this year, partially in Ottawa and partially in Edmonton. I think he gets like a two-year deal, one and a half million. Nothing big, but I think he's more than league men. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Daniel? I think, yeah, he stays in Edmonton for around that similar cap at 1.5, or I don't know, I've if the Leafs don't fully trust Pierre Engvall, I think they bring him back.
0: Okay. Uh, the man who my heart belongs to. Craig Smith. Yeah. He's coming to Montreal, baby. No, he's not. I don't know why, but I think he is. He- He'll become leadman because he wants to be yeah. here so bad. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. I think Craig Smith is just a really good tool of a player.
2: Yeah.
0: And I can see him getting, like, 3.55 mil somewhere.
2: Yeah, I have him staying. I think, you know, if you're not bringing back Mikhail Granland, and you, they don't obviously have a lot of cap space to work with, uh, anyways, and they don't really have anyone else to re sign at the moment. Obviously, re sign Yossi to the extension, don't have a lot. They don't have big names to bring back this summer. You know, three years, three and a half million for Craig Smith.
0: Daniel, Middle tell me about
1: Mm -hmm. i have him going to either florida if they don't sign hoffman or dandinoff and if not i could see him going to the dallas stars i think they take a flyer on him um see where he fits and try to give him i don't know like give him enough minutes to become like a good supporting cast to like you know what is really a top line and then a few other guys right
0: our last name on the UFAs, and this was very purposeful, because this is a guy I think either someone will take a very you know, risky chance with this guy, or he's going to the KHL, and that's Alex Galchenia. I think he'll either go to Buffalo, because nowhere else for him to go, or like Detroit, or, or he's going to play in like locomotive CSKA or something.
2: Uh, I have him actually staying at Minnesota. Why? I think they just they need players to fill the roster around their young guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we know pretty much Mikko Koi, who's all but retiring. Like, he just hasn't announced it yet. Obviously, he was going to be part of that monster trade that was going to send Parise to New York and Ladd to Minnesota. And that ended up falling through. But I, I think he's going to retire and they still need they still need players. Right? Like, yes, they have all the young guys. Kirill Kaprasov's uh, supposed to sign sign their entry level with them. But I still think they just kind of say, hey, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, yeah, it's either he goes to the
1: Red Wings and just gets a bunch of minutes because they need everything. Or um, an interesting one is he gets a training camp invite to the Ducks. Because Ryan Kessler is all but gonna retire, um, the Ducks have no center depth. Like, I mean, like they will in terms of like their prospects, but as of right now, someone to kind of fill Alex, it in right now. Alex I think Eagles and Ducks is, is not a center. Not yes. a center. Huh? He's They'll try it. They'll try it. They'll try it.
0: Every team's try they it. They can try work. and
2: fail. That's if that's what he's is looking to do.
0: Okay. Yeah. There's. There's six players that I think these guys are either staying with their teams or they're retiring. Pretty so much. I'm going to go rapid fire. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a name. Both of you tell me you retire or staying for another year or hold, holding on for another year. Uh,
1: Daniel
2: Joe Thornton. He
1: goes to the Bruins. For, no, he <laughs> they re- they reconcile and he goes for the cup run. I don't think uh, he goes uh, to the
2: Bruins. Uh, I I don't think he goes to Bruins. They apparently they weren't even interest really that interested at the trade deadline.
0: Mm-hmm. When the team, teams wanted a full dose of Joe, like they wanted a season. It was really weird. But no, anyway, Jumbo Joe, stay or go?
2: Uh, I, um, I think he stays in San Jose. All
0: right. Um, Patrick Marlowe
2: uh, uh, Retires. No, no, sorry. No, he doesn't. He stays. He goes back to San Jose just for fun.
1: I think he resigns with Pittsburgh, but plays on the fourth line.
0: Uh, I'm going to skip Char because I forgot he has a one-year extension, so we're going to ignore that. Uh, Justin Williams, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes.
1: He comes back halfway through the season again and resigns signs the Hurricanes.
2: Yeah, he does that again. Just I don't think he was satisfied with playing 10 games.
0: Craig Anderson, Ottawa Senators' no,
2: goaltender. Just an FYI, it's a Dano Char it Char. He expires this year. I thought he signed an extension. No, he signed an extension last year. Where has the
0: time gone, guys? Uh, I oh, I, it's fair to say another year of Boston, though. Probably, yeah. if yeah. he comes
1: back. He takes uh, a pay cut for uh, Toy Krug. I don't know. Craig Anderson, though. Oh, I think uh, he's retiring. He takes up a job within the management for the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Then
0: leaves because he's sick of Eugene. <laughs> um, we will finish off with Mr. Unfortunately, only had two wins on the season, Jimmy Howard. I think
2: he goes back to... Detroit, one more year. Uh, yeah, he,
1: I can't see him with any other team. You <laughs> or know who what? would
2: take who would take a
1: risk with him right now. The
2: the thing with these six players is that I really think it, a lot of it depends on how long, like what's the plan with this season, and when next season starts. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's going to be a lot for their body, right? Like it's not like these are young guys. These guys are pretty much like Char is in his forties. Uh, they're almost all these guys are almost at forty years old. So, let's say we're we're starting in July. We don't end until beginning of October. Then we don't start until January. All right, we have a uh, we have twenty more names. To oh to. my god! Okay, but these ones will be fast. Let's just go. Let's just go. Okay. Are,
0: okay, We have the RFA skaters, and we'll start off with the goalies: okay. Tristan Jari, the, the combo Tristan Jari and Matt Murray, both of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, um, I. I don't know what
2: happens here. Okay. I mean, I do me to
0: they, they don't like
2: Murray. Yeah. Uh, so I have Tristan Jari uh, ends up getting traded. I do not think anyone offers, he, offers sheets him. I don't know if he can be offered sheet, but I think he's tra- His rights are traded. Uh, you know, he really came out this year and I think he gets something similar to Pavel friend at two years, 2 million uh, Matt Murray. On the other hand, let's not forget two cups. Um, he he pretty much he played 21 games that first that first uh first cup run i believe uh he had fine he had an off year you know obviously he had he had things happening outside of uh outside of hockey i think he gets five years five and a half million dollars that brings him to the age of 30.
0: Uh, Daniel, what goes on with the pair of Pittsburgh
1: goaltenders? Yeah, I think I'm the opposite. I think Kristen Jari stays, and then Matt Murray gets traded to Calgary. <laughs> how about you
0: Toronto? You have a defenseman. Send him to Calgary and Winnipeg. Yeah.
2: How about uh, How about Toronto? Have you seen that? Oh, Matt Murray. Yeah, we're to talking about trading Frederick Anderson, and then uh, bringing in Matt Murray.
1: Yeah, I would be okay with that, you know, a young guy.
2: Yeah, I'd be okay with it too. I just, it seems a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, a
1: lot of movement. A lot of movement to do that, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, we'll go do Mackenzie Blackwood of the New Jersey Devils. This is a guy that, Alex, you have been very high on on the show, especially. Uh, what kind of contract does this guy get? Because again,. It's really two seasons of work, and he's a young delta.
2: Yeah, so I, I, I still think he gets a decent contract. I have him down at three years, $3 million. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and
0: sorry, even, go ahead? even
2: last year, he played 23 games. Uh, he was 10-10. I guess he only st- – it says 23 games played. He's 10-10. I don't know what that means. 9-18 uh, save percentage. And even this year, uh, with the team he was on, he was 22-14-8. And a nine fifteen save percentage with three shutouts
0: it definitely feels like it's three, four years or something between four point five and that is like the new goalie deal, thanks to Darcy Kemper right yeah I,
2: I just think because he's a little bit younger they they he ends up on the safe side of things, and then when that three years expires, you know he he could get paid depending on mm-hmm. what happens.
0: Uh, Daniel, why don't you tell me about the second coming of
1: uh, of Martin <laughs> Berg? I think the, he gets a uh, bridge deal, three million, three years, three million a year. Um, yeah, he's continuing to prove himself. He's gonna get the minutes. Um, you know, he's a real junior favorite for all of us. Even though that team finished sixth with Mitch Marner on the team, um, but yeah, uh, he gets that. I think he is the future for New Jersey.
2: That's fair. And we'll until, finish they, off. until they sign YAR, the uh, draft Yarslav Askarov. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Until that happens. And then they have
1: that 10 going yeah. on for them.
0: Uh, the new backup in New York, because Lundqvist is, is going to disappear. I don't know how it's going to happen, but uh, Alexander Georgiev. Georgiev. give. What's he like? What, Bulgarian? I think.
2: He is from Belarus. Oh, Bulgaria, sorry. Not Belarus. Yeah,
0: yeah. So this is a guy I couldn't see him getting more than four. I think even that's a bit much for him.
2: That's a lot. That's not what I put him at at all. Where do you put him at? I had him at, you know, he's played pretty much two years. Like, he played 10 games in 17, 18, but the last two years, and I think he's been pretty good. I just have him at a simple two two years, $2 million. He's a backup. He really right now is a backup.
0: All right. Uh,
2: Sorry. And, you know, Igor Shostorkin coming in, and I think that's the guy who you go with. That's the guy who you run run with.
0: Mm -hmm. Daniel.
1: I had 2.5 for three years. So, uh, yeah, kind of similar. Like, he probably, like, on a bad team, he'll play, like, a lot of starts. But if he stays in New York, then he's probably going to be relegated to, what, 30? 40 ga-
2: 30, 35 games. I could see them doing a platoon system with the two. Yeah. With Shishterkin probably playing uh, more games, though. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, we'll go to the RFA skaters. And, uh, you want to start from the bottom? Sure, let's go? get nuts. Alright, Kevin LeBanc, this is what we knew about Kevin LeBanc. He took a show-me deal, and he did not show
2: up. Yeah, yeah neither did his team. Yes. <laughs> I have Kevin LeBay, you know, I know he had thirty three points in seventy games this year, but the last two years, uh, he, he really was improving. I think the entire team just wasn't wasn't on par. Like I think Martin Jones especially. Um I have him at two years, two and a half million. I don't know how what, what, how San Jose pays more than that.
0: hmm Daniel, what do you have?
1: Yeah, I think he stays with San Jose. Um he really did not show up this year it was like but same thing as the team but like yeah, he stays with the Sharks. I think he gets the increase just based on his previous efforts so yeah 2.5 for 3 years.
0: Uh, if I'm Kevin LeBanc and the Sharks I'm just trying to do another one year deal just cuz like everything went wrong. Um, Josh Anderson's a guy who is not going to be a blue jacket.
2: Yeah. No. That's the only guy no. on my list who is not staying with his with the original team.
0: And he's, I mean, I, I, there's a feeling with me where I'm thinking, hey, why do I have this sneaking suspicion he's going to be a, a Columbus, sorry, not Columbus, a, a Washington capital?
2: He could be a guy, like, I, I feel like it fits their, uh, their team. Like, you look at who they brought, you're bringing in Brendan Dillon, uh, Rod Gudis. you know, they still, they have, also have Tom Wilson he's not as as aggressive in a way as Tom Wilson, but he's still a a big boy. Yeah. He's a good hockey a- player. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. For me, um, I think the way he plays, you know, he plays that top heavy game. So I think he goes to the Ducks. Um, If he, if not, and I think if the Leafs move on from a Kapanen or Andreas Johnson, I think he goes to the Leafs. As, like, wow. a top-nine guy. Yeah.
2: Uh, I I think have, that money's yeah. I think that money's going to the defenseman. Yeah, I think that money's going to the defenseman as well. Um, I have him at three years at $3.5 million.
0: What about... Because this guy... Because, well, Josh Anderson's tough because he didn't get to play a lot. Yeah. Another guy like that is Anthony Manta. Yeah. was good when he was healthy. Remember, he had that, like... Four goal game earlier in the year Mm -hmm. but I don't know what Detroit can give this guy
2: I think you try to sign him as long as you can I have him I have him at five years at six million dollars
0: he's a big boy Anthony Mantha what about you Daniel
1: yeah I think he stays I really like this player a lot Um, he he stays at Detroit he stays loyal to them and no matter what happens with this rebuild he's one of the cornerstones yeah for
2: sure, one of
0: the, the few. Sorry about the motorcycle. Uh, that one of the few diamonds in the rough of Detroit, Andre Barikovsky, and the the, se- the second leading scorer on Colorado this year, Andre Barikovsky.
2: Yeah, I think it was it was interesting. You know, he gets traded from Colorado and has quite a good season. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they want to do a long, do something long term. Uh, with him, I have him at two years for uh, three and a half.
0: Three and a half? Yeah. He got twenty goals this year.
2: Okay, yeah.
0: How do you go to your guy who's your second leading scorer and say, I'm giving you three and a
2: half? I'm telling you two. P- tell, p- tell me why I should prove it to me. But he just did it to me again. How many players have had one good season get paid and then just drop dead? Many. A lot. Uh, uh, Andrew, and Andre Burakovsky's numbers here. Okay, I have his numbers up. 25 points two years before.
1: He 20
0: gold
2: years before, too. No, he hasn't. This is his first year. What am I looking at? Oh, Not okay, never. No, I was Burakovsky. looking at...
0: All right, but this is his first opportunity in a top six show to really show his talents. He's always been stuck behind the Ovechkins of the world. I think you, I think you got to give him more, three point five.
2: Uh, two years. Yeah, if you want to sign him long term? Go right ahead.
0: I think they're gonna try and buy out more UFA. You know, I, I don't even want it. We've been going for like four hours Hour all together,
2: seventeen minutes.
0: But right. I mean, the other show too. I don't have oh, the yeah. energy. Yeah. Uh, I, Anthony Duclair. Oh, sorry, uh, Daniel. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Same thing. Burakowski stays three point five to four million, depending on what Colorado feels.
0: Okay. Um, Anthony Duclair is. Pr- I would. I would be shocked if he left Ottawa. Not only from their point of view, but for him and what has like a career re- revitalization
1: he's had there. The only organization has believed in him. I think he stays in Ottawa.
0: <laughs> That's very true. He's What 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 again? What what did Portarella say about him again? Uh um, like I don't
1: remember. he doesn't know how to play the game.
0: He doesn't know how to play the game. <laughs> Imagine your coach says that to you and then you're an all star the next year. Uh,
2: Man, I love force. Uh, I have him staying too, and I have a I think maybe it might be a little bit of an overpayment, but Otto also needs to just hit the cap floor. Uh three years, three million dollars.
1: Yeah, that's Workable, I think, with him.
0: Another fascinating player that is—it had a bit of a career resurgence, and that's Ryan Strom, second line center. Somehow, probably not a good second line center, but I don't know. Like, like the Rangers have a few deals to work out, and I don't know what you can give Ryan Strom. Like, that's a do whatever you want deal. I don't well,
2: know. I think he had a really like looking at what. His totals have been in the past. Like his first, well, his first full year with New York, he, uh, the Islanders, he put up fifty points. Then he had two okay years. Then the Jordan Eberle trade, and then everything kind of went downhill when he went to Edmonton. Gets traded to New York, and he had like even his first year, uh, in New York, which was last year, he had thirty-three points in sixty-three games. So it depends on what New York wants to do. Do they want to... Like, I have him at a two-year deal.
0: What's the money?
2: I have him at two years, like, three and a half to four million dollars.
0: I mean, he is a center. I mean, I think the Pagel deal is going to screw up that
1: stuff for a lot of teams, too. What about you, Daniel? Um, I think if the Rangers don't make one of those really big moves for, like, the top-tier free agents, then they settle on giving Ryan Strom 4.5? For four years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, wait, what? Say that again. Four point five a year for four years.
0: Ah, uh, see, I, I can't even disagree with that because again, Paj Pajo, Yeah. Man, that, you better not mess up the Phil Dunham stuff. Uh, Vince Dunn, the guy we've talked about a lot with, um, in regards to the
2: Blues. Yeah, I I have a, a three year deal at four million dollars.
0: Yeah, I don't know how he gets anything less when you when you see what Scandela and then um and then what uh God, Scandela and, and um Falk. Falk, yeah, Jesus Christ. I I think that's her Daniel.
1: Yeah, same here. I think he takes that the money deserves now, but it's like a bridge deal that, you know, he may become like you know, he might become their top right handed defenseman in the future.
2: This is he's, an, he's a He's left-handed. He's left-handed.
1: Oh, left-handed. Sorry. Left-handed defenseman.
0: This is a difficult one for me to look at. Uh, Max Domi from Montreal. Yeah. Because first of know. all, when, when Elliot Friedman says that he's heard that they that he, they were looking at trade him and other people saying absolutely not, he plays center. He had a great year, 28 goals last year. He was probably going to break 20 goals again this year, but not like 70-ish points. Sorry, my... Pe- my Rottweiler is barking, sorry. I, I don't know what you'd give Domi, but if it's I, I wouldn't be surprised if they dealt him either because they have so many centermen coming up and he wasn't looking good on the wing. Mm-hmm. I, but I think in all likelihood you have to go a bridge with Max. But does he want to do that? Because apparently he likes Montreal, and you know everyone does once they actually start playing for them, but just getting them there in the first place is such an issue. So I, I think it has to be a bridge two, three years at maybe five, maybe six mil. Because I don't think he's taking a lot less than that when you look at the bridge deals of a guy like like point he's not the same player, but when it comes to Montreal's tax situation, I don't see him getting anything less than
2: that right i I wasn't sure I wasn't sure about that, so I let you handle that one
0: yeah uh yeah I think that's I think that's pretty fair um anything else on max nelby
2: no No.
0: Victor Golovson all of them but he scores a lot of goals Uh, Buffalo has to I'm assuming he's gonna they're gonna have to pay the Buffalo tax to keep him at a good number
2: well I I was I wasn't sure like both him and Reinhardt I wasn't sure how to approach uh, their deals because you know all of a sudden one year in the NHL yeah he scored 20 goals how do you do it do you sign him like I have what you're gonna give him three years at what four million dollars for going scoring 20 goals once or does he do they say hey here's a one uh, one-year deal two million dollars show me that you can score 20 goals show me you can put up the points again and we'll go long term from there so I, I think there's two options uh with Victor Olsson, uh and then with Reinhardt I said I said you know you already signed to a bridge deal, you have to sign him long term, eight years, seven and a half million dollars.
0: Seven and a half? That is a that is a lot of money. But they yeah, they have to they have to pay him. Yeah. They're only like good writers. Yeah. Man, what about you, Daniel?
1: Yeah, I think Victor Oladipo's only one really solid year. Uh, give him that three or three point five for one year. Say, come back and show us that you deserve a longer term.
0: What, uh, what do you do if you're Buffalo and he knocks it knocks it out the park again? Because then you're gonna have to pay even more.
1: Then you pay him. Yeah, but I they, think they, based they, I'll, they, based on their depth, they kind of have to. I think, <laughs> like, given their situation, yeah. like, they they're gonna lose out financially on this regardless I think with Victor Olofsson. Um he was really one bright spot for the Sabres this year aside from like the obvious like Eichel um, and like Reinhardt but I think with Reinhardt as well um, you overpay him to let him stay in Buffalo and he's a center very a true center.
0: Uh, let me see he, the he's played it at times I'm pretty sure I think they've tried to split them up with vehicle oh. and it's just. God, we need Will Christopoulos <laughs> on the show.
1: No, we have to know more about Casey middlestat No, oh, I don't. Be-
0: I mean, we got a pair of RFA's for the Tampa Bay Lightning, who seem to like. We always think they're in trouble, oh. but they always. Fail.
2: Can I be honest? This- I for sure undervalued both of them because they're both from Tampa Bay.
0: Paul, oh, super... Sorelli's ah. so yeah, of course it's Mikael defenseman Mikhail Sergachev and Southern Anthony Sorelli, Who are Sirelli who is Jeff Merrick's favorite player and should be in the Selkie conversation. And Mikhail Sergachev, which like people people always go I've seen a lot of fans go back and forth on this guy. Ah, so I, I don't know what you'd give him. It, it's it's Tampa Bay, so if he gets like like looking at their cap friendly, I don't even know what it's what they're looking like. It's so not
2: good. They have about, I think, it should be around six million in cap space. I'm assuming someone's gonna trade for uh, one of Palat, Gord, Johnson, or Killorn. Um That's I, I can guarantee you that one of those players will be gone. So that's extra cap space. I have Mikhail Sergachev at. <laughs> And it sounds crazy, but I guarantee you that they'll figure out how to get a number like this at three years four million dollars I don't think he's worth that. That's just what I think he gets paid and Anthony Sorelli at two years three million dollars
0: <laughs> i right, I'll give you I'll, I, I would have given like Sergachev if he's taken a bridge I think it was at least five but like Cirelli at how much did you say
2: two years three million dollars? I mean,
0: yeah, it's, that's it's, fair. I, I, it's not. It's not fair. It's not. It's N- Tampa Bay. But like, if he got paid that, that is, he should fire his agent.
2: Yeah. Okay, but Braden Point got six point seven five for three years. Yes. But okay. So what do you pay at three years? Let's say three years. What do you pay Anthony Cirelli?
0: It should be at least four. In the four,
2: is at at least.
0: It's Anthony Cirelli.
2: But it's Tampa Bay. He's a centerman. But it's – yeah, Braden Point's a centerman. Braden Point yes. plays center instead of How, Stephen Stamkos.
0: Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on. How much did you give Strom again?
2: I gave him four what? and a half. Yeah, I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just telling you it's Tampa Bay.
1: Uh, I Never uh, did I say
2: not- were my offers fair.
1: I can work with those numbers, yeah. Tampa Watch. does something like that.
0: All right. um, Jake DeBrusque for Boston.
2: Uh, again, another team that will figure some m- magic out. I have him at three years, $5 million. Because I look at what they did with Charlie McAvoy and go short-term. right? They signed him to a three-year deal. So then the next set of contracts... When I believe Bergeon will be up, Tuka Rask will then be up uh, out of a contract as well, they're going to have to sign Charlie McAvoy, and then the year after they're gonna to have to sign Jake Debrusque again. again yeah,
0: Debrusk it's not I'm fair. Get a
2: lot of t- it's not fair. No. But it's never. Boston.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh- yeah. Dan, Dan the the Dan Mike who changes his and <sighs> username and like I'll never get over it.
1: Um yeah, I kinda feel it too. Um with Jake Debrusque. I don't know, like maybe they're gonna give him a bridge deal. If not, I could see it at like six point five for five years if he does it, or six years. <sighs> yeah. and- that's that's workable.
0: Uh- A real breakout player that, like, say what you want about him as a person because there have been criticisms. Uh, Tony D'Angelo has had a great year for the Rangers, and this is a guy who took a show-me deal and actually showed up and was a really, really good, a big part of the Rangers' success this season. Yeah. I think you have to give him a big deal.
2: Of course you do. It's just what that deal is. It's the
1: Rangers with their money. You know what
2: I mean. We talked about this before. Yeah, it's just I'm worried that you give him the deal because he's. Ha- you look at what he's done in the past. You know, he had this was his breakout year. Fifty-three mm-hmm. points in sixty-eight games. Right last year, yes, he had thirty points in sixty-one games, but it's not fifty-three points. <clears throat> That's why I just I I wasn't sure how to. Do like? Are you giving him a? I thought you know. Do you give him a two-year deal? I'm like they could. Or you go five five years and you look at something like five point seven five or six million dollars.
0: Well, with him, he's gonna be. I think he's part of that. I think what we are forgetting for some players is, with the younger players, they are getting paid more, and it is you're paying for what you're gonna get. And I think yes, if you go yes. with the. Yeah, I don't think he's getting seven or anything. So I, I think between five or six is like fair for that kind of player. Um, and I mean, he's always had the offensive ability. It's just been off the ice. So what do you think, um, Daniel? Daniel.
1: Um, I don't know. Like, I'll say five point five for five years. Right.
0: Fair yeah. enough. Um. Pierre luc Dubois is going to get like, if he gets like 7.5 for five years, something along the sure deal, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Didn't Hishar? Yeah, I thought sure got seven, seven years. Let me check. I'm gonna pull it up right now.
0: Uh, I think it's like seven, like 7.2 or something like that. But anyway, uh, seven like, you know years,
2: what? 7.25. I I yeah. have him down at eight years at eight to nine million dollars. I'm one. hesitant to go super long because he had a very down offensive year this year. I think if you're Columbus and this, I think this guy is your number one center for the future. I really do, and I think you have to keep him long term. I just yeah. want he I does. I kind of agree. Like,
1: Sorry, go ahead, Daniel. Oh, uh, I kind of feel like who they have coming up, like they need to kind of pay this guy.
0: Yeah, it's like Tim Texier, and like Boon Jenner, and that's I think about it. Uh, okay, the big one. Uh, Matt Barzell is making at least nine point five million dollars. Yeah, like I, Lou didn't have any room here. I'm sorry, but like you have nothing else.
2: I think Lou. I, I think Lou. I wouldn't be surprised if he finds a way to bargain bargain him down to at eight years to nine million dollars, but I think it's somewhere closer to ten.
0: Yeah. I mean, God, we, we've had discussions about Barzell, and, man, we would just sure like to see him just off the chain, go full balls-to-the-wall offense with him.
2: That's not going to
0: happen. He's yeah. such a special player. and I mean, like, if, if the Islanders ever got into a desperate situation in the series, I, I think then Barry Trotz would be like, Hey, kid, go for it.
1: Right. And
0: just let him go, but they got to get into that situation. And I don't think you need to be that nuts against the Florida Panthers, so... um We'll see. Ah, uh, but that's that's everything. That's all the UFA is. The end. Of, we started recording at twelve. It's three twenty-two.
2: <laughs> I'm not tired. Are you?
1: This is fun. <laughs> Man, we had um yeah we had two episodes. We had lunch together. It was great.
0: Oh yeah. All right. Exactly. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, as I'm sure you did, as you did the last one, um, if you're listening to this on the YouTube, first of all, everyone, you should be watching this on the YouTubes. As the well YouTubes on the YouTubes because I mean we gotta get the YouTube going. We gotta get it uh, fire straight going fast, all that type of stuff. But if you're on Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff, uh, give us a follow or a review depending on what you can do on those certain sites. Um, you know, tell us what you think of our little predictions here and who you think will sign where or who's gonna leave their team, stay on their team, all that type of stuff. Be sure to check out the show's Instagram channel as well as yeah, we said the youtube um leave a comment and like on both those pages well get the discussion going people check out my youtube channel for a new video about everything happens during the quarantine check out all three of our social medias also in the uh, description and again thank you the voice ed for giving us a platform put this podcast on we love you